Welcome to the bonus episode for Conversation Street 434. That's correct. Yes, yeah, I got it right. I've got it's any so notes hard to start these sometimes. Um, is it bonus podcast, one? bonus episode for the podcast? But it's, it's hard. It's so difficult, guys. I hope you appreciate how much work goes into this. <laughs> so we are talking, we're doing listener questions today, aren't we, Michael? Yes, we haven't done listener questions for a few months. I thought it was time to crack Quite them fun. out again, raid the vault of listener questions. <laughs> got so many good ones there that we've uh, got to got to save for another month another session but we've yeah, taken two that we particularly took our fancy this week and if you're um listening to this as soon as it gets uploaded on the internet it's the only podcast you got today because you gotta wait a little bit longer for street talk as Gemma's, if, as you're listening to this, I say if you're downloading it straight away, Gemma's away on the camping trip. Hello, I'm camping. Gemma's out camping. Yay! Until, until Sunday. So the plan at the moment, at least, is for, for Gemma to get back and us to watch Friday's Curry and watch the and record the podcast on Sunday night. But if you listen to this on YouTube, then it's the other way around. This, this is this is like Tuesday now, I don't know, and, and Street Talk's already been out for a few days. Oh, I'm it's back a confusing from thing, isn't it? It's confusing. But, um, I'm not confused. I'm never going mind all I'm that. Never mind. That's enough rambling for now. I think okay, we, you done? That, yeah. Right. I've, so I've, that's the start of the podcast. Should we get onto our questions? Um, do you want to read that? Shall I read that first question? Yes. Go on, because I haven't got the questions. Don't. Gemma doesn't have questions. Everybody. I hope she's got me, the answers. You didn't give me the information about who asked them. Well. Tell me. Well, well, well. We got a huge load of questions from John. That's enough to keep us going for like a year oh, yeah. or so. <laughs> Thank you, so John. So we have picked one of those uh, to answer this week. And um, this ties into, um, well, ho- hopefully now that we've watched a bit more Coronation Street, stretching through the years, we should have a, a better answer for this. But he wants to know, which five or six characters from Corrie's 60 years would you choose to create the ideal bar staff team at the Rovers return and there are some some uh, extra bits of information that we need to know for this there are some conditions we need to have a landlord and or landlady mm-hmm. I've got both senior bar supervisor um, a barmaid or barman <laughs> bar and man. a potman and right. he says also we can employ a social media or events manager so we've got a whole lot that we can do I feel so, like I've got a lot of work to do now I've got to look at CVs. I've got to look at references. I've got to be phoning people up who are probably dead to ask them to give me a reference for some of these people. <laughs> for someone else who's also dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, so before we get on to that, I was sort of to talk about um, favourite bar staff teams that there have been over the years, especially now that you've seen some of the older teams, because we've seen the, the Annie Walker years on the DVDs are now completely complete, aren't they? But we, we've had like Annie and Jack, we've watched the whole time of, we've seen Concepta Riley, some of the earlier names, but we're also on the 80s DVDs at the moment, now coming into the, the classic Fred, Bet, Betty era. Yes, now I, what, yeah. I have big gaps. I still have big gaps. You do. You, you've got a good 15, 20 years odd that you haven't seen. But yeah. I know that before now, you were a real big Liz McDonald yeah, sort of Liz, supporter, Liz weren't you? Yeah, Liz and as, Steve as were my favourites on a... Yeah. How have you been finding the, the 60s, 70s, early 80s teams? Oh, gosh. Well, I absolutely love Annie Walker and Bert Lynch. I know, I know. <laughs> it's crazy because... Before I remember, I remember I watched Corrie when Bet came back, yeah, yeah, and I didn't know very much about her character, 
except to say that everyone said she was iconic and she was very much one of the faces of Coronation Street and her leopard print outfits were iconic. Mm-hmm. And she turned up, as everybody knows, everyone knows the story, she turns up with great fanfare and didn't really manage to make much of a splash other than to kind of, I don't know, rewrite history a little bit and make Bet not a great character anymore because Judy Goodyear was from a different era in Coronation Street where they did things di- very, very differently. Yeah. She wasn't prepared for the, the change of pace and I guess I thought, I guess also because she's so iconic, she probably thought they m- might bend the rules a little bit for her. And I don't think they were going to. Yeah. So so she was a bit of a disappointment, actually, on her return. So my my memories of Bet of Bet Lynch previously to watching the old episodes are of somebody who was a bit overhyped. Mm. But watching watching her from her very beginnings in the show to where she is now... My God, she really does deserve all of the praise for being such a legendary character. And you've only seen her as a barmaid so yes, far, haven't you? Have you've not, not seen her seen take her up the landlady. landlady mantle. That's no. still um, a couple of so, years away. So actually, although I've been watching Cor- Coronation Street from the 60, you know, from 1960, now we're on 1984. Uh, so three at the moment. So I've been watching 23 three years of, mm. of classic vintage Corey mm. and I've watched it from you know 2001 or whenever I started watching it yeah watching the classic vintage episodes has only still given me one landlord and one landlady extra mm. to my repertoire because yeah. Jack, Annie has only just left mm. in the 1980s episodes yeah and so I've only really had an extra Janny and uh, Janny and Walker <laughs> Annie and Annie and Jack. To... But what do you think about like the the team, the makeup? Because I am absolutely loving it at the moment, as I thought I would, or as I knew I would, because I'd seen bits of it before. The the team of well, Annie, yes, yeah, she's gone there, but we've only just Bet, Betty, and Fred. I think they are really they're one got of my fant- they're my favorite chemistry together. They're my favorite team. I I I don't I do want to be boring and just say them because um, well I know I've I've had to when I'm looking at who would be your ideal team I'd go I'd be hard pressed to say, to think of anyone that I really really wanted other than the people who were there in the early eighties. They were so fantastic because you had. You had Annie, who was so imperious, but also very sort of snowflakey in her own way, and and um, very very vulnerable and and relying on other people to do the work and saying that she did all the work, but not actually doing anything. Um, and then you got Fred, who was genuinely lazy and tried to get out of stuff all the time, and he was like the dog's body; he always got picked on. Mm. And then you had two really strong female. Um, like stereotypes you've got the sort of stoic older matriarch in Betty and then the sort of a feisty kind of young um, man killer in Bet and she, she's the one that's most I mean everybody is down on dry. Fred really but she takes she's the lead she's like at war she? with everybody in the, in the pub in a really non-confrontational way though yeah like she, she'll she rip everyone to pieces mm. as much as she can she's like a piranha fish like in that it's, it's totally instinctual and not at all personal she just will attack if she's yeah. much blood and then and then flash those pearly whites because yeah. and, it's and, all just a joke and really. the thing is that, yeah nobody holds a grudge and that's kind of what I really like about it's kind of it's like um a barely functioning family, isn't it? We've had a couple of instances, or at least one of Betty um, doing her trademark, I'm I'm quitting, never coming back again. Oh, yeah, Didn't she was it. big, big um, girls' blouse. They're, they're such a fantastic team. And we, we've had, we've had since then, sort of in, in modern times, some 
good Rovers teams. I mean, something that stood out fairly recently to me is when we had um, Leanne, Toya and Eva. And, and I'm not saying oh, yeah. that, that... They didn't they have official the roles, did they? But no, they but were fantastic the as, Yeah, as, as the, the, big, the, the big three the, for, the, for the customers were, were brilliant. But at the moment, we don't appear to have a Rovers team, do we? It doesn't feel like there is one now. We've got Johnny and Jenny as the landlord and landlady, who I think could work well together, but we barely, we barely ever see them together. And then there's just been a, you know, a parade of lesser names and people who've been barmaids briefly on and off for ages now. Like, who, who, are the, who else works at the Rovers at the moment? Ryan does, but we don't really see him doing anything. It's like, I can't even think. Gemma was working there for it's, a bit, but she's not an iconic bar lady. Sarah Louise worked behind the Rovers for a bit, but y- you wouldn't know. It's completely lost focus. The Rovers has completely lost focus in the show, probably since Toya and Peter took over. Maybe yeah. even before. I mean, no, I mean, before with, that. And before it was there the, was the prices, and you had a family unit together, and, and because uh, it was Stuart Blackburn, wasn't it, brought the, the prices in. I think. I think we, what we happened to make was, them big, so we saw more of them. I think the price. I think the prices indicated a period of time in which crow producers mistook the position of the rovers as an automatic um, promotion for a character. They thought that if you put a character in the role as bar uh, as the the landlady or landlord of the rovers, it automatically made them good, and that's not how the rovers is operated ever. You have to earn your place. We've said this many many times before, but there have been a number of failed experiments behind the bar at, at, at the rovers, and with coronavirus going on now and nobody going to the rovers, it's just a bit of a ghost town, isn't it? In there, yeah, it's a bit of a sad period for the rovers. So, so I guess. With with answering uh, John's question today, which we obviously will get on to soon, it's like a, a post-corona relaunch of the Rovers. Who are we going to trawl the depths? Who are we going to find, you know, trawl the depths of Corrie history to replace in there and, and have as our grand reopening team? And sorry, we may need to kick some of the current staff out for that, if not all of them. Well, I mean, I'm perfectly happy for the staff that are in there. I just think they need more focus. The trouble with Coronation Street is it's gone a bit kaleidoscopy, hasn't it? There's so many different fractured bits and you can't focus on any one part. It's just like a sort of a, a cornucopia of colours dancing in front of your eyes, but you're not, you're not, there's no picture. Mm. You need to focus on something very specific. And they've tried to modernise it by putting bars and restaurants in, but really we need to... Strip it and back. Buckle down and, and really? focus Honestly, on getting a proper team do. together at the Rovers with the right well, kind no, of chemistry, no, with the relationships. Because no. if I think... If, I if, think if it's fine task... as it is, Michael. It's fine as it is. They just need to... I've said this before about not having, having the courage of your convictions and Coronation Street lacks that sometimes. At least... You say what you like about Kate Oates and, and you know, Pat Phelan, but at least she had the courage of her convictions to say, I'm going to go all in on this and this is the this is the focus of my reign as a producer. And she did. She 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 nailed that she made that her her kind of you know and and bringing back the barlows mm. i want to know i really honestly i think that when producers come into the show they need to give you a mission statement of what they're going to achieve I think i'm sure they do but i'd like to know what it is because at the moment i'm not sure classic curry comedy says ian mcleod 
More Gemma. I say... Gemma, Gemma all the time. I say dot, dot, dot. Although he did take Gemma out of the Rovers, isn't he? So how, how... That was a mistake. How easy have you been able to find putting together your, your Rovers team? Well, I've done... I've done, been a bit sneaky. <laughs> have I? Yeah. How, well, have, how you, have you been how have sneaking? You been sneak? I've been sneaky in that I've got, like... I've got three teams. Yeah. And within each team, I've also got a few options. Oh, I've just been sneaky in that. I've done... One, two, three. I've done four, four ideas. Okay. I've got. And are there I've any got... repeats through those? No, I've tried. I tried not to repeat. Okay. Well, I I first off wanted to make one that was made up of actual rovers, you know, names from the past. Yeah. Like if I could bring back any old rovers, barmaids, landlords, landladies, potmen, whatever, who would be my ideal ones to make up a team? And there. did you, yeah? And did you were you thinking of this is the best landlord, or were you thinking of this is the best team? I don't know. All right, go on, tell me. I don't what, know. What's your existing staff only? For landlady, I've gone bet. Okay, see, I, see, I feel disadvantaged because I... You've not seen her as... No, I, I think I'm sure she's great. She was, and, and there's no particular reason why I wouldn't have... I, I wouldn't want to put Annie Walker there because she was also fantastic. Um... But if 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 I put for my landlord, I've I've either got Alec or Fred, and and again, but just saying, Ben and Alec, that's going back to the well, yeah, they were a couple together. Why not? So I I put Fred in there as a maybe, as a maybe maybe Ben and Fred could play off each other well, and but I don't think that Fred or Annie would work together well. I think he'd drive her at the wall too much. So who have you got? I've got Bet, and then with either Alec or Fred, I think. Fred who? Fred Elliot. Right. Because he was, he was the landlord at one point, wasn't he? Sorry, yeah, because there's been a couple of friends. So you're having landlords and landlady? I, I, I am. Okay, I'm just having one person. Oh, no, that's okay. So I've, I've got them at the top. Um, and then for senior bar supervisor, I mean, I assume that's just like head, head barmaid or head barman, I took it to mean. Um, so, again, I, for no particular... I've got three options for this, and it's really, really difficult you, to choose you between cheated. them. I'm totally cheated on this. Maybe, maybe You've I'll been... make the decision as we go there. But Liz feels like she earns a place as senior bar supervisor. Well, only we just need to look at the stamps then, if you're going to go like this. But she's she's been on it. She she's worked behind the rover so long. She's got that. Um, she's got that presence that I think somebody needs. She she can she can boss people around certainly, um, but then equally. Um, so could Shelley, I think, who I think sometimes gets forgotten about. Mm. She was in charge of the Rovers for, for quite a while. I think that she's bolshy enough, she's strong enough to... I know, I do love how bolshy put her stamp and, and, and you know, boss, boss the rest of the staff around, keep make them toe the line. But then equally, Becky as well could have quite a oh, good Becky. shot at it. Didn't even she's a really Becky. strong character. Um, I, I don't know whether whether she's... She's got her weaknesses. She's got her um, her Achilles heels. I mean, maybe a sifter of drugs, or maybe she drinks too much. Maybe she's not good enough at organising people around. Was it like having, um, having an alcoholic be in charge, like when Peter was landlord? Yeah, <laughs> but then also I could think, well, Becky's been overworking in Barbados. She's been running a bar over there. So maybe the Becky who has been in Barbados and has had more of a chance to run a place, that could be quite fun. So... Uh, honestly, it probably should be Liz. Liz feels like she's more qualified, but I'd be I'd be perfectly happy with either of those. As for the, I've got one barmaid. Have you just got one barmaid on your list? I've just put one person for each of these. Yeah, 
okay, it's got to be Raquel because she's been my favourite. Um, I, I, I've gone, I've got Raquel and Eva as options. Ooh. I don't think either of those would necessarily be the best choice for senior bar supervisor. I would have loved to have seen them go head to head. Mm. They would be really. I bet they'd start out being absolutely furiously furious enemies, and then grow to love one another. I can I can see it being a bit of a Raquel Tanya Pooley sort of relationship with Eva in the Tanya role because Again, she, she can be a bit of a cow. No. Um, I I don't think yeah I don't think that they'd quite be good enough to to boss people around, especially Raquel. Although maybe post aromatherapy course Raquel when she was a bit more. Um, self-confident I don't know but to, but to me the barmaid just needs to stand there and look pretty really woo the punters in and I think either of those would be the best job I'd obviously be most happy to see um, Raquel back out of those two but uh, Potman Jack or Kieran if anyone else I'm again trying not to just go for the Jack. the 80s 90s sort of team Jack um, Duckworth. Duckworth yeah he he's he's plenty of experience um, I think that uh, he's also he also before he becomes landlord is a bit like Fred in that the other bar staff look down on him and he's the butt of their jokes a little bit so I think we could get that kind of dynamic back again um, for the events I've just said anyone anyone that's left from the above really if I'm going to go for Raquel as barmaid then maybe Eva could be a good events or social media um, organiser because I think she's got her finger on the pulse Oh, I also put a cleaner in as well. I've just said Hilda. So, I, not Gail then. No, she, Gail's a good at cleaning. You, you could just say take from mine: Bet, Alec, Liz, Raquel, Jack, Hilda. But that's basically almost was a team. So I've I've got a few options to choose from there. So I, I haven't quite settled on it. Mm, really, cheated. really difficult. I know I've totally cheated with that. But that that's that's my first set. Who have you got? Well, I've done I've done existing bar staff only, and I have decided that I would want Jack Walker to be the landlord. Oh, because I really, really love and miss Jack choice. Walker. He was so calming and soothing, and he worked so well with Annie. And it is a testament to the character of Annie Walker that she managed to last so long without Jack. Mm. Even though really clearly they were set up as a double act, yeah, and you would I don't think I don't know whether Jack works without Annie, but when he was alive, he was the landlord, and she was just the wife, wasn't she? And then she had to become it, the landlord. It did kind of feel that he was the he wore the trousers and that he ran the place, even though she, yeah. but he liked to let her think that she did. Yeah, he was like a quiet. He's like a yeah, like a quiet quiet power behind the throne almost mm. in the rovers but i really i just so much miss him he was so such a wonderful character um mm. and i i think it'd be nice because we don't very often get m- the men as the focus behind the bar or being no, going we really, to be really the, don't. it is a very a female dominated mm. role isn't it so so you're going situation. for him partly because you miss him but also yeah. just give him a chance to run it by himself and see see, see what he's like looks. i don't know if it's i don't know if it'd work i don't does know where become, Annie is does he become this... more assertive without don't Annie? know don't know um i've got senior bar manager i've got betty just because mm. i can't imagine anybody else wrangling the barmaid i mean i didn't even i didn't even mention betty but again it's partly just trying to avoid being describing cliched. a yeah, you know, being cliche. I don't know team, how much the overlap was between Jack and Betty. There wasn't a great amount. Jack Just, Walker and Betty, no, yeah. there wasn't. 
Um, so that's one of the reasons. And for bar barmaid, I've put Raquel just for you know, because she is such such. She, I think, She's if you are to say of... to somebody, "What's a Cory barmaid?" I think Raquel comes to mind. Yeah, because she was like she is a stereotype, really. Mm. Um, but played so well. Yeah, or, or bet, I suppose it depends whether you whether yeah, in your head put... bet is the bar maid or the or the landlady. Well, I, I didn't put bet in at all. I've got Potman Fred G. Just Aww, because I just really you, like Jay Fred. your newfound appreciation of him. <laughs> Fred G's one of my favourite characters. He's like the Eeyore of Coronation Street. <laughs> um, and I don't have a social media and events manager because there wasn't such a thing. Who did you say has you seen about Betty? Yeah. yeah. So, I, so I, I, think, Jack, I think without... Betty, Raquel and Fred. I think without Betty there, Jack would probably... Sorry, Fred would probably... Run amok. Yeah, he would. And, he'd, and I think he'd, he'd be probably bit, he'd get... He'd be a bit touchy-feely with Raquel, I was going to say, he? he would end up... If if this was set now, Fred G would be a sex offender. <laughs> I think you're right. You Such can't... a lovable one, though, back in the 80s <laughs> and 70s, wasn't it? Yeah, there was like that bit where he decides to go to take Bet off. This This just goes to show you how many years, decades, you know, how long of a woman's life is spent trying to avoid in the nicest possible way sexual assault yeah. from men <laughs> in that this the episode where um the rover ends up in the pond which is which is the episode where um fred bet and betty all go off together the only reason betty was um, uh, invited along is because bet knew that fred was going to try and molest her yeah basically and but he was trying he's to been trying to he's been trying yeah. to have his way with bet Quite a bit, hasn't he? But she's too smart for him, and I don't think. And it's Raquel really difficult. It's really difficult to um to to bring your modern day ideas of what's acceptable to these situations. But you know, he is kind of rapey. Yeah, just a just a bit. Just a bit, but Betty will um Betty will, Betty will sort him out. Wrap his, him over the knuckles, won't yeah. she? I know I didn't even ask you about cleaner, but would you? No, I haven't put cleaner down. Can you think of anyone? No, I mean we haven't got many to choose from. To there be really honest, there's, there's hardly any. That, I mean, it's a case you can't really really live up to Hilda, can you? Annie, uh, Anna Windass was cleaner for a while, wasn't she? Nope. And, um, uh, I, I guess also, girl, like you said. I mean, I love Concepta Riley, but she is very much a product of her era. Mm. I don't think that she would work. She, she was just a nice person. Yeah, there's nothing really more to say about her, unfortunately. Okay, so I've got my my second bunch of characters, which are characters who've never worked at the Rovers before. Would I would I think they'd make a good um, addition to the staff? And again, I've got I've got loads to choose from. So landlord, I was looking for um, characters that I think would have a presence, a big booming but welcoming. Uh, presence yet yeah, could still have a stern hand over the bar. Can staff. I just check? Are these characters that are current characters or any no, from any any, any era? Any era. So can I? I just want to say I've said this before on the show. I genuinely think that the way that AI is going and spoofing people's faces and deep fakes is going to be possible in the future. If anyone, if, if there are any eccentric millionaires listening to this, what in fifty years' time? 50 years time what? Well, if they're listening... I thought you were saying if they're listening in 50 years time, please take this, no. these ideas and... No, it's not going to be 50 years. It's going to be very little time, much less than you think. It will be possible for us... Like, on the front of the Coronation Street magazines from the 90s, there are these little cards called Fantasy Cory, which is like, what if like Elsie and Len got married? And then it sort of writes down a little scenario about what the storyline would be if they had actually got together. Mm. 
it will be entirely possible to use actors and then just map the faces of Coronation Street characters from any era onto these actors and make whatever scenario that you want to make from for Coronation Street. So all of these ideas, they sound they sound like, yeah, that could never happen. It wouldn't it be funny if but actually if you had enough money and time, you I could make this that, you could make this into a TV show. And I just think Jeff Bezos is wasting his time if he's not doing this. <laughs> okay, so um as I was saying about my landlord, I've gone Alf as a possibility. Um, mm. uh, Archie Shuttleworth I would think he'd be a lovely lovely um, he'd be landlord. lovely he'd be kind of jackish that's what I was thinking yeah. Jack Walker-ish mm-hmm. um, he's yeah he's got the he's got the clout but he's uh, he's warm he's funny he's welcoming uh, I think that would be fantastic relaxed, isn't he? I would absolutely love to see what would happen if Pat Phelan was made landlord of the Rovers <laughs> return as well I think he's got the I right personality for it. I do. Oh my god! But he would also be up to something nefarious in the basement. Yeah. Nefariousness in the Rovers. I would love it. I, we, we don't probably very often it have the this, do we? It's normally quite wholesome in there. Mm. Yeah. So just just for a, you know for a try, what would it be like if <laughs> there was a villain at the Helm of the Rovers? Kate Oates would have been when, lynched when, if she tried. To we try probably to mentioned do this. it when when Pat and Eileen were uh, together. Like, what if they were put together? I that would that would be glorious, but for for long term, I think that Alpha Archie, but um, obviously we're all dead at the moment, so can't, well, can't like have I any said, of those. Generated landlady, I think that Elsie would do a good job. She's she's glamorous. I don't understand she's, why you're selecting landlord and landlady as if as a they're couple. Can, entirely divorced up. from one another. I'm going to pair them up. But Re- you're... Oh. Rita, I think could um. Would be interesting as a, as the the big boss lady behind the bar. She she's already lauded it over the cabin for however many years, fifty years. So it's about time maybe she was given something else to to try. So you're talking at. about current Rita. Um no maybe maybe I'd not you know ten fifteen years off her and see if she could do it. I I don't I'm not so sure like whether she'd not be able to quite run early two thousands Rita. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Nineties, two thousands, Rita maybe right. um, in charge of the Rovers. So still, so still, she's still a kind of matriarchal figure. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Elsie and Rita both similar. So also oh, older Elsie, old uh, like middle aged Rita. Yeah, yeah, I reckon so. Senior bar supervisor. I don't even know why I've said some of these. Maybe I didn't have any good ideas for this. I said Alma maybe. Um, Karen, I was surprised to see that Karen never worked at the Rovers, so I put her right in there. You've, che- you've totally cheated on this no, because I he asked you to put together teams, and you've just gone. These are the people I'd like to do these jobs. Well, well, maybe I'll put a team together. Yeah, put a bloody team together. Uh, Maggie Clegg, possibly. Look, you stop, because I've got teams. Oh, Can I tell you my team? Hard. Right, this is my classic team. Okay, yeah. these are characters that have never been in the in, behind the bar. Who are from Classic Corrie. Okay. Elsie Tanner is landlady. Okay, I like that. Right, from that. from like the 60s. Yeah. And then Rita, same era. Okay, because there's a bit of friction there between yeah. those two. I think that'd be really fun. If if Rita was forced to be in subservient to Elsie. To that would be quite good. And then to add an extra little bit of spice to this... Dennis is the barman. Oh, yes. Because Dennis was amazing and lovely, but also he dated Rita and Elsie didn't like that, did she? Mm. Because they're a similar age to one another. So have you got... So you're going for young Dennis? Yes. Okay. Young, young, sexy Dennis in his, in his um, 
in his in little his shorts. shorts. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I don't know where Horace the horse is in, in this, but <laughs> perhaps he pulls the carts for the for the yeah. beer. Um, Len is the potman. Okay. Because he's a burly dude and I think he'd be able to sling the the barrels around. <laughs> and finally, for my social media slash events manager, I've got Lucille because I think she'd be amazing. Oh, she's with it, yeah. She'd have go-go dancers on that bar every night of the week. And okay. Elsie wouldn't mind because, you know, she's a good time gal from back in the day. <laughs> right, in that case then, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just try this experiment and go put feeling there. Right, feelings uh, the bar. Feelings the bar. Landlord. La- the landlord with Elsie as his landlady. They are they are married, <laughs> married up together. Are they? <laughs> we know that Elsie doesn't hasn't had the best you know luck, luck with, with, men. with men, has she? And it's no so, it's no sign of that ending with with Pat as her. her yeah, spouse. I, I think there would be sparks between them both. Both oh, yeah. fiery. My senior bar oh, supervisor. Yeah, then I'll go with. I'll I'll go with Alma. I'll give it to I'll give it to her. She's she's been in charge of the the cafe for a long time. She knows so how to. So what would she make of those her two star. as her um, bosses? Um, I don't think she'd like them. I don't think she'd like them. But Alma's I think never struck me as a woman who likes to be told what to do. No, so there'd be friction. It'd be great TV. <laughs> Barmaid, oh, man, I've got three great choices here. I'm gonna go. Come on, get off the pot. Okay, and my three choices, the person who I'd most like to see as being a barmaid is Rosie Webster. <laughs> With Elsie as her boss. <laughs> what are you wearing, madam? <laughs> I I just think that, you know, as that yeah, as the as the buxom oh. um Can you imagine alluring I, I tell you what, it's this it's I officially it's my first official Indeed. day back at work off a of furlough today and I'm not going to be furloughed again unless something terrible happens fingers crossed <laughs> so now I don't have any more spare time in my life but if I did I would like to imagine writing the script for an episode of Coronation Street where these were the characters behind the bar and the rovers mm. wouldn't that be fun that would be great fun um, runners up Steph and Maxine are, are you, do you envisage this being set in the current day. Whenever. In times past. Whenever. You don't care. I don't care. Potman. Um, Eddie Yates. Oh, I love Eddie Yates as the Potman. Yeah. Isn't he lovely? Yeah, friendly. He, he's he, Amiable. Yeah, I mean, yes, slightly he's a, lazy. maybe a bit work shy, but yeah. again, you'd need that. It'd mean that, that, that Elsie would be there cracking the whip you'd with him. you have to have a bit of conflict. And um, Alma, I guess. Um yeah, the the lovable the lovable side to the Rovers team. Um, events manager, I've gone with Dennis because he oh, was yeah. all he was the talent scout. Wasn't he, he was, he yeah. was involved in show business, but not on stage. No, so I he think he, he'd, he'd have his contacts. I yeah. think he'd be great, and I reckon that if he were, I, I'm thinking of young Dennis here. I'm thinking of sixties Dennis. Yeah, he'd be all over Classic. social media these days, wouldn't he? <laughs> um, yeah he'd have about he would have he'd be the person who had five different accounts and liked and retweeted himself yeah, pretending I he agree. was and, and as I've gone for cleaner as well I've put in Evelyn because I think I'm having a, <laughs> having a, a gossipy and, and, and she, oh, uh, she, she she'd, think, she'd think that she was in charge she'd be at yeah, the bottom yeah, but yeah. she'd think that she was running the place well you know what they you know how they say what was it the totem pole yeah what's that Linchpin? Um, no. I don't know. What's it mean? Well, totem poles, apparently, the one who's at the bottom is actually the most important. Everyone thinks it's the one at the top. Oh, okay. 
So yeah, so she she would be the little spider, and she'd have her fingers in every pie and everything, and, and maybe like, maybe she'd be the one that would eventually uh, rumble feelings, wrongdoings as landlord, whatever they are. I mean, I but do I think love she, she England, likes, but she I likes can't the see gossip. her uncovering a murder. Oh, I can. I that's totally too can. serious a thing for that character. Yeah. In my so opinion. okay, so that that's my characters who've never worked on the Rovers team. What other what other teams you got? Because I've only got one more set after this. Okay, I've got a classic and um, modern modern characters who haven't ever been behind mm-hmm. the bar. My my set are landlady. I've got Claudia. Yeah. Because I think she'd be so much fun. I would love to see Claudia. She'd be a, she'd be kind of Annie Walkerish in that she would be completely like. I'm going to tell you what to do, but I'm not going to do any of it. Mm. I'm the boss. Yeah. You're you're the minions, and you she do would, what I tell she you. She would bring that touch of class to the Rovers if she was in charge. Definitely, there'd be there'd be a bit of bit of velvet curtains yeah. and sashes going. I mean, I I think honestly, if things had been gone a bit differently in the past couple of years, I wouldn't I wouldn't have been surprised to see Claudia take the take charge there. Nope. Um, <clears throat> senior bar manager, I've put down Nick because he is. He he had a big long run at the bistro, mm-hmm. and he, I think he's good at managing people in a hospitality setting. True, but I also love how he has absolutely no customer service skills whatsoever. <laughs> he would not be able to cope with with being in a customer facing. Mm. You know what I mean? He although he was at the bistro, I don't think he ever was very good no. at interacting with with. People yeah, so, so he'd be the one sort of cracking the whip. But he would also the, the be like totally aghast at some of the weird. I don't think he re- he's really good at like human interactions. <laughs> I think he'd just be like, "Why are you mad at each blessing. other?" I know he is. Um, barmaid, I've put Mary because I thought I think Black it would be quite, quite funny if she was the barmaid, perhaps just for an episode or two because I I think she would get too distracted. By telling stories, I can about... imagine seeing her there, yeah, behind the bar with a with a with a rag in one hand and cleaning the cleaning the pots, just telling everybody who's yeah, who's like tried to when get to mother listen. the last time mother had brandy <laughs> yeah. went straight through her. <laughs> um, Craig is the pot man, mm-hmm. yeah, because I think he's a cheerful lad. He's he's a big burly man. He can wants to help. Yeah, he's very helpful. He... He's not he's not so burly anymore. He's strong. He's, yeah. <laughs> um and then finally social media slash events manager i've put Gemma because if we if we're gonna give make her a focal point of the show she needs to be playing to her strengths which yeah. is sort of cheer, being cheerful and oblivious yeah. and i think you i think there's you have to be slightly a, a bit like that to be to be involved in trying to organise events because you have to not take knockbacks personally. Like, if you organise your special cocktail Uber Duba night and nobody turns up, you can't take it personally. Yeah. I don't think Gemma would. Yeah. No, that's a good idea. My third set is a, is a just-for-fun set, but it would be, what if the Rovers was run by a bunch of poshos? Because Annie Walker was the original landlady and she she ruled the roost there for 24 years that we saw on screen, 23 years on screen. What if everybody who worked behind the the rovers was you know, of her caliber? Out of touch. Yeah, so I've got her there as landlady, um, with married to Lewis Archer as the landlord. <laughs> I can't imagine. I don't imagine. There's no stiffy. way. There's no way because because she would see right through him, 
And he would have no use for Annie Walker whatsoever. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter. I've got senior bar supervisor Lillian Spencer, who was the Maureen Lippman character that came <laughs> in um, after um, Judy Goodgill's um, brief return. Yeah. Uh, and, and she was basically a, a, a new Annie she Walker. Was, she was supposed to yeah, be. She was, yeah. Um, so, yeah, getting Maureen Lippman in a, in a, different, a different role. role. Okay. Uh, but I, I've put her, because she was... She was like a t- temporary landlady or something. I can't remember her, her role, but I've got her there as yeah senior bar supervisor. Give her a, a position of power there underneath Annie Walker. Um, I think oh, they'd all just butt heads terribly, but I don't care. Oh, great. Um, I've got Claudia as the barmaid. Barmaid? Claudia? Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? She, okay. Um, pot man, Henry. Right. Okay, see, and he would not, we'd not, wouldn't even know what the first thing about what to do with a barrel. That, 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 that would provide the comedy hijinks. He wouldn't have a clue what he was doing. Even though he's like third generation in a brewery yeah, family. But but making up his, um, his cocktails on the side. Yeah. Maybe brewing them in the, in the basement when nobody's looking. Um, and for you events... Don't brew cocktails, don't Events manager, I've got... My final posh show, post aromatherapy Raquel. So I couldn't think of any other really proper posh characters, and I think that uh, when she when she came back from her course and she she was assertive, she knew what was what. Um, I, I think she yeah she'd have her finger on the pulse and she'd she'd be scheduling meetings and and. Uh, so post aromatherapy Raquel is kind of proto. Um... Happy Valley, Raquel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, so that's my that's my posho team that would not work at all together, but um, it would be really you know, funny to might, do. Might work as a as a uh, parallel universe fantasy spin off sort of way. It would be really funny to do a Rovers bar staff team made of characters who are played by the same actors but in different shows <laughs> yeah like um saran jones as the tardis but she's the pot man <laughs> and she just beams beer into your glasses using her or, magic just, or maybe setting up a rover's bar stuff team of characters that play by the same actor in coronation street i don't know i don't who, think there's which very actor many has got the most jane hazelgrove as a child yeah. now she's the social events manager <laughs> yeah with maybe with evelyn and lillian spence together <laughs> Um, anyway, so right, there, there, have you, you still got I've one got one left. more. One my, my final one is called Chaos Reigns. And oh, it's kind of similar to like yours. Um, because Henry is the landlord. <laughs> yes. And I've put landlady for both him and Jack. He's which, earned that. It's a hereditary position. <laughs> it is. It's like being the monarch. It doesn't matter if you're qualified. You're next in line. So therefore, it's your turn. Mm-hmm. Um I've got senior bar manager, I've got Gemma, because he would definitely hire her, because he would probably hire her on the basis of the fact that she's the only person he knows who works in a pub or has worked in a pub. Yeah. But of course, she wouldn't know what the hell she was doing. She'd schedule people at the wrong time. There'd be real, um, there'd be opportunity rife for... Um, Misunderstandings, confusion. No, I'm thinking of like affairs, you know, boss, boss nobody and would worker. Get, nobody would get paid on yeah. time. Bar maid, I've put Moira... <laughs> Yes. Wouldn't it be fabulous if Henry was the landlord and Moira was the la- was the barmaid because she would be torn between trying to seduce him or holding him in utter contempt and I gossiping about him. I don't think she'd have to try very hard to seduce him. No, just a few ubidubas down his neck and he'd be anyone's. <laughs> um, I've got the pot man is Brian because he's the silliest man I can think of yeah. who would be free to be a pot man. I mean, Dev is kind of along the same lines, but I think Dev's a bit too... Um, yeah, no, I like Brian as the, um, as the bumbling oaf. Yeah, 
yeah, rolling we'll barrels around. Job, yeah. And finally, for social media and events managers, I think I've got a t- I've got a job share mm. with um Mary and Aggie, because <laughs> I think Aggie would be Where like, Aggie come from? Well, Aggie would be like, do you know what we should definitely have? And that is um a a Jamaican night, but with haggis. Oh, because of the like, yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. The I'm gonna have we're gonna do baked beans, Maggie. but it's gonna be um with cinnamon mm. cinnamon baked bean night and and mary she was oh, she was all the theme night person yes i'd forgotten when she did all the theme nights at the bistro see yeah so there you go good call back Thanks. lovely well we've got a lot of good teams there and um well I'll take your pick exactly exactly elon musk like... <laughs> right do you want to um do you want to read out the next question and who this is from this is from ben price fan club who wants to know which classic Coronation Street characters are most similar to modern day characters. And this, I think, is a really good question and something that people do um, subconsciously a lot of the time, don't they? Or they'll say, oh, so-and-so's a new Annie, or do you think, who yeah. do you think's the new Bat? And Sometimes it's a criticism as well, isn't yeah. it? You say, oh, so-and-so's just trying to be the new whoever, or, I mean... She's no a, blah, a blah. Recent, recent memory, Evelyn has had to fight yeah. very hard to overcome people to overcome the the the, the Blanche, Blanche comparisons and I think that they're still there um because Blanche was such a beloved character but to me they do feel like quite different people oh yeah um I don't think you can very easily say that anybody is the new anybody else I found it very difficult actually preparing people up from past and present because you have no, to be a bit loosey-goosey with it. Yeah, so I've kind of gone that way. Like, how, how close do they need to be to be able to say this is the such-and-such such version of that? Well, I mean, the question is, what who was most similar to whom? Mm. So you, you, there's a bit of leeway yeah. there. I mean, do, you think it's, do you think it's good to have characters that no. make you think of other no, ones? No, not really. Or, why? No. Well, because I think an actor has a lot to do with how a character acts. How a character is formed. We've seen so many times when an actor gets cast in a role, the character starts off almost completely as conceived by the writing team, mm. but then morphs into something different when the actor's natural abilities and personality, not necessarily their own personality, but their personality of how they act things, comes through. Yeah. So people change. Like, when Evelyn first came in, as a good example, she was very, very nasty and a bit petty and and small-minded. And I think that when they saw the way that um, she was playing the character... Especially around Tyrone. They they tweaked it a little bit and gave her more of a softer side, which has worked really well. Yeah. And it's Uh, interesting. She's currently trying to fight against that coming through, isn't she, with the Arthur stuff. I know we've had to put that on, on hold for a little bit. But she's... Her softer side is coming through there, and she's saying, "No, no, that's not that's not who I am." But yeah, yeah, I think it's not. I I don't want it. I don't want to sort of sound as though I'm being down on actors and saying they can't act anything but their own personalities. But you really do bring something unique to a role. Mm. Each actor does. I think that um, comparisons with earlier characters are almost always unfavorable as well yeah. it's not often that you'll say oh this character is just like so-and-so used but to better. be but they're even better yeah and you the don't other get thing, that do you the other thing in coronation street in particular is it's very rooted in in 
the time period in which it was set. You can't have anybody in the show now who is like, oh, she's the new conceptor Riley, you know? Mm. I think the characters were a product of their time and, and you couldn't really wouldn't really work to have somebody exactly like Annie Walker or exactly like Len Faircloth in it now. Mm. And what I don't like is when the producers or the, you know, the, the higher-ups of the show say so-and-so is, is going to be the new such-and-such. Such. Like Tyrone and Fizz are the new Jack and Vera. Yeah, I mean, that, that was... Uh, that was the magazines that made that up, I think, yeah. wasn't it? But I'm thinking also, um, I think it was McLeod that said that they wanted... The Adam and Gary to be the new Mike and Ken re- relation, and and that that was never going to work. And you were always going to say no that they're a they're a not as good version of them, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. And and um, it doesn't work out for anybody. <laughs> it, it never never does, because they can't live up to the idea, especially if it's a beloved character or pairing that you've got in your mind. Because you got your maybe it is a bit touch of the rose tinted glasses, but. Yeah, somebody who you've been watching and or who you watched and loved for many, many years and you put on some kind of pedestal, you, the new characters will, will never live up to them in your mind. So they need to try and forge a, a, their own personality. But I think Coronation Street is very good at doing that. They are... You, a... can, you can put people into archetypes, I think, like Gruff Builder, Saucy Barmaid, um, Man Eater... Uh, ladies man you know you can put people into these categories but nobody really is a carbon copy of anybody else and I know I know that I know I don't think current curry really is that invested in characters and that's unfortunate and that's to its detriment because you shouldn't be able to take one person and give them someone else's script and nobody notices that they've got a completely different... They're saying someone else's words. Like, back in the day, you wouldn't have been able to get away with doing that. No. With current Corey, it feels a bit like the characters are in service to the plot. For that some, should not be the way For some characters, you could very, so, very easily just get somebody else to say it, making very minor, if any, tweaks. Yeah. Which is a shame. And partly, I don't know whether back in the olden days... And I might even be talking about 80s, 90s here. Because the cast was so much smaller, it gave the characters more chance to breathe and yeah. and, and flesh out a bit. Well, there was and a it lot feels of like stories. you can describe some of the older characters a whole lot better yeah. than you can describe some Modern of the characters time. now. Yeah, because a lot of the times the characters were, the plots were so-and-so's clashing with somebody or, the, you know, there's an interpersonal problem. Like... It's not really an issue storyline or anything that you can... You can't sum it up in, like... the You can't sum it up as a plot. You can sum it up as, like, a person... That, yeah, that, do you remember that time when so-and-so uh, interacted? Yeah, like... Or clashed, or... Like, at the moment, we're watching 80s Corrie, and you've got um, Eddie and Marion, mm. and they're going... They're going to leave, because Marion's mum is sick. Mm. I mean... And, and and the whole story isn't about Marion's mum is sick. The story is Marion and Eddie having to negotiate their relationship to work out where they're going to live in light of this information. And Marion's like, I'm going to go and live with my mum. I don't care what you say. Family's more important. And Eddie's like, well, I'm used to being a bachelor. I don't rely on anybody and nobody relies on me. I'm completely alien to this idea and I don't want to run off mm. somewhere else. I've got my family and my friend. you know, I've got my friends here and my job here. Yeah. And that's the conflict you can't sum it up in a sort of like an itty bitty kind of you know a tweet or 
were a headline on soap magazines. No, yeah, no, I know what you mean. And it's they... about people and how they interact with each other. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, we've, we've strayed away a bit too far. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's it's a it's a nice preamble to the discussion. And like I said, I I I did find it really really difficult to come up with any pairs how did you do this because the way i did it was i took the classic characters Mm. i made a list of all the classic characters i could think of and then i sort of boiled down their characters to very small simple concepts and then i saw who matched those characters i I tried to do that but i i didn't so you didn't take modern characters and go no i I wrote a list of of old characters and then i said who who could i pair up with and i i really really struggled with it honestly Okay, yeah, I did a bit, but I think I I was a bit ruthless in the end and just, well, like I, I said, just picked two I think two you've things. probably done a better better job than me at this, so I'll let you lead and I'll, I'll chip in with some of mine if I've got other characters that match. Well, I've, my first one, I was a bit mean out of the gate because I had Elsie as my, as my character. Yeah. And I, I loved Elsie at the very beginning. She was fabulous but she's dwindled since she returned i think i've got an idea who you might have gone for for her and i've got I've, the same person i've put a siren with dwindling appeal carla yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely she, she was a really strong female character who has been beaten by the plot into submission mm. yeah both of them have been victims of 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 yeah, the started of, off as real of their own popularity and... Of, of the writers going, people like this character, let's give them stories. What stories should we give them? Yeah. Elsie's El- got the family side, which Carla has, or she hasn't got hasn't got the kids. But mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Um, she's got the, the, the personality. She's got the, the, the chutzpah. She's... I yeah, mean, they she... both held important roles in the factory. Yeah. But no, I, I think that's a really good, yeah. good example. I've got Annie. I've put, she's off, she's, uh, and this one is controversial, okay? I wanted to spark a debate here. Mm. Okay. Now, Annie, I've boiled her down to, she's formidable, mm. she's self-obsessed, and she's overly dramatic. Okay. Now, who do you think sounds like that in current Corrie? I mean, I I paired her up with Sally and Karen Corey. Good one, yeah. And I, and I think that with, I think it, yeah, she thinks too highly in a of way, herself. She she's almost aspiring to be the next Annie Walker, and Sally never knew Annie. Their their paths no. just missed. But yeah, very very. Think, get ideas of her first station, and I mean, at the end, begin. Annie, Annie right was there. just a she. She worked in the factories, didn't she? She was a, a or Mills or something. I can't remember before. Um, Becoming a landlady, yeah. marrying Jack. But then, then she got ideas above her station, and she always wanted to have a proper pub in. Um, I don't like in the that phrase. Ideas above their station. It's so classic. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. I know what you mean. I don't. And, I don't. And Sally always it. aspires for something better, but it still hasn't so, been able to get away from the street. It is such a British thing, though, to say this is where you are in life and you're not going anywhere else. Mm, I know, I know. I know, I'm not criticising uh, you. Annie was also mayoress. Sally was mayor. Ah. I can see... You've done a good job there, if, I think. If Sally's trajectory carries on in this direction, I could almost see her in sort of 30 years' time, say... You know, being, being as as snobby as Annie, and 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 if she was a landlady, she could be Annie-ish. Yeah. So who okay. who have you said? Mine is very controversial. So I'll just remind you what I what I picked: formidable, self obsessed, and overly dramatic. Mm. I've picked Alia. 
Wow. Because <laughs> I think when Annie was young, she might have been a bit like Alia. She's annoying. She's persistent. She is. She's got a lot of energy. I don't think Annie does. I think that her. I think that in her youth, though, she mm. would have been very feisty and very, very stubborn-headed. Yeah. I think. No, that that, that works. I I just went snob. But I can see where you've got. I just wanted to. I just wanted one. to. Um, I wanted to go a bit sideways with some of these. Just have just to be interesting. Yeah. I've got Minnie Coldwell, and I've put she's batty and stubborn. I don't think I got anyone paired up with Minnie. Who have you gone for? Mary. Oh yeah, that works really well actually. Because. Says these off the wall. Self, she's things. also quite self-reliant, isn't she? She she's a single woman, who is master of her own domain but not in a kind of in your face way just in a sort of like this is my little kingdom and you know i don't know why mary doesn't have cats but she certainly should Mm. have at least one if not multiple cats um yeah they're both eccentric and and mad as a box of frogs and go their own way and and also quite often get away with saying things as well quite often they they're quite happy to talk to themselves Mm. Minnie, Minnie and Mary oft, are often end up in scenes talking to themselves about something weird that's happened to them. That's a, that's a great one. I like that a lot. <laughs> um, I've got um, Dennis Tanner. I've got Cheeky with a dark streak. Okay. So who have you got? I, I've I've put like Michael or Ryan as as possible Dennis Tanners. Yeah. Uh, but both of them, um, both quite. I bet like Michael is the. Um, you know, lots of the, the ideas, man, sort of, sort of sprite and sparky. He's, he doesn't he's a, have a dark a, side, though, He's does a charmer. He? No, no, he not doesn't. Not that we know of at the no, moment. No, he don't think he's been to prison. Yeah, a charmer, um, likes to jump on the latest craze. Yeah, that's true, yeah. And, 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 and Ryan... He's with it. <laughs> ...possibly similarly as well, maybe not quite Ryan, so much. Ryan embodies Dennis's, like, lackadaisical, kind of mm. um, lazy, like, low-effort money-making. Both of them, yeah. actually. Low-effort money-making schemes that go absolutely nowhere. Mm. Mm. But I've gone for a different um, one with this because I've gone for David because I think they're both sarcastic and dark. And I think that when we watched Dennis, we forgot quite a lot of the dark side of his personality. Like, he yeah. was in prison. Then he, when he was out of the show and he came back, he'd been homeless for a while because he'd been up to, I don't know, I can't remember what the circumstances are, but he had certainly fallen on hard times. And I can really see David going down that same path. If he lacked family support that he's got, mm. and, like, the love of a good woman, like Dennis did, mm. didn't have that... I think that David would be a lot more of a wild card and who knows where he would end up in the in the future. I think David's... Um, David's a lot darker than Dennis. David can be prone to camping it up sometimes as exactly. well. Exactly. <laughs> He's no Jack Nicholson. No. <laughs> Dennis Danner, but I still think... Um, just, yeah. Go on, who else? Ray, Ray Langton. Uh, I've put He's hot-headed okay. and practical and so I've put him with Kevin. I think they're mm. both... Both um, likely to fly off the handle at, at things. They're both sort of. They're both. They. I think they would describe themselves as like a normal working class lad. You know, like mm. down the pub with my mates, put a hard days work in, work hard, play hard. Yeah, I've I've put Ray with Adam, being like a bit of a charmer, a rogue, 
somebody who will Adam's ad- a lot more intellectual than, than yeah Ray. yeah yeah I agree um yeah attracts the ladies oh definitely Not, yeah playing w- away w- wouldn't say no to an, a, an affair Fair. on the side <laughs> yeah yeah, so I, I I reckon I reckon those two maybe, but yeah, yours idea is pretty good too. Len Fairclough, I've got no nonsense patriarch with a dangerous side. Mm-hmm. I've put him with Johnny. Oh, I put him with Peter, but yeah, interesting. Johnny, Johnny, I can see that totally as well. Well, now we've seen Johnny's see... bit. Of, I wouldn't have done it before this um, yeah. Scott storyline, where we know that Johnny's now got a darker past than we had thought before. Mm. Um, they're both entrepreneurs, aren't they? Because Len. Um, then had the builder's yard. Yeah. They're see. both also quite under pressure to provide for people mm. in a business sense. I see Len as kind of the wise statesman dispensing worldly advice. He's like the and... wise working class yeah. icon, isn't he? Yeah, and, and Peter certainly thinks that he's wise as well. Oh, God, yeah. Um, let, me, let me give you some of mine. Leonard Swindley. Oh, nice. Got, nice. I, I've, I kind of boiled him down to a bit of a stickler, a stick in the mud, uh, pompous, um, doesn't necessarily realise, you know, that no people cares. make him making fun of him a little bit. So I've gone Is for... Is it Norris or Roy? No, I've gone Norris and Brian. Oh. For him. Not exactly the same, but I think both of them are a bit put up themselves um, and, and think they know best when actually they're just a pair of pillocks, really. <laughs> and and I, I don't think that Leonard is as much of a, a pillock as Brian. No, um, nowhere near. Uh, but there's something yeah, inherently somebody who people yeah. make fun of. There's something inherently comical stif- about a pom- overly pompous person, even if they are absolutely within their rights to be pompous. Mm. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. So who go on? Uh, I'll, I'll give you another one. Um, I've got. Um, let's have a look. I didn't with mine. I didn't want to go too obvious. I've got. That's I've, what I've, been I've looked. To at, avoid. I've looked for David Barlow, and I've just. I've boiled him down to um, decent chap, nice touch of romance in his soul, harmless really. And I, I could say, well, that could be a sort of Tyrone, Ashley, Craig, Paul. But then also, I've put those with Jerry Booth as well. Mm. Nice, nice, likable, fairly harmless gonna chaps. Pick any character. He was like anybody. In modern times, I've always said that Jerry Booth reminds me of Tyrone. Yeah, he 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 is. Um, I think that. I think that I think that Jerry was a bit shyer. Yeah. Less confrontational, whereas I think Tyrone. I think Tyrone, through circumstances, has been forced to become a bit more assertive. Mm. I I still see, I still see Jerry as being more of an Ashley Peacock or okay. Craig than okay. than Tyrone, really, but. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've got uh, I've got I've got Hilda and Evelyn, kind of bit you know, bit gossipy, uh, bit can can Hilda and Evelyn. They can be they can be nasty to other people behind their backs, or but they're equally not afraid if they're sort of really feeling welled up to to say it to their face. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, and, and I think sometimes it's part of the look as well, isn't it? You know. <laughs> the, <laughs> But, Evelyn and, and Hilda. Yeah, you know, the tabard. I could, I could see Evelyn in curlers. I can't see Evelyn in curlers outside her house. Maybe, yeah, maybe not outside her house, okay. A bit, a bit old school, I'm thinking, but maybe for them. Um, anyway. I've put Evelyn with Ina. Yeah. They're both bulldoggy women who yeah. 
absolutely everybody is terrified of a tongue lashing from. Mm. And they're judgmental and so quick to it as well. Yeah, yeah. And they're self-satisfied and they really don't... Like they're they're kind of like a their own castle. Like the 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 moats the moats around the drawbridges up, their impenetrable fort fortresses of women, like mentally and physically. Mm. Yeah, Ina had the 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 religious side to her that yeah. she would use to you know get what she wanted or to try and as hide tool, behind yeah. in a way as a tool exactly which, which Evelyn doesn't have but yeah okay have, did, have you paired Stan up with anybody no I couldn't I've think gone of for anybody. Tim with Stan I've just oh no I'm sorry I did actually lay about no I did I put Stan with someone who I've put he's a work site al- an alcoholic yeah I've put him with Eddie Windass Eddie Windass okay I, I didn't I, I was thinking a more modern modern but yeah I, I I can see that. They're both yeah. shiftless, idle, mumbly. Yeah. Yeah. Now that that works, but I, I think for, for I mean modern, Eddie's modern, nowhere Tim's near as, as lovable. Perhaps oh, Tim no, is more is on the more of a par with Stan. Yeah, and and nagged by the wives yeah, hen-pecked. who henpecked. That's the word. Who who think that the, the wives both have got ideas above their station and and want to be, you know, have a better <laughs> lot in life. <laughs> Yeah, okay. And, and it's like, come on, just get up, get get off your ass and do something, sort of, sort of, wives. Yeah. Uh, any any other good ones you got? Have you got any more? I've, I've got I've got a few. I mean, I've got a, few, I mean, I've got a couple in, but... that are not they're not as I mean, the worst one I've got I think is Raquel. Mm. Have you got Raquel? I, I've put Raquel with Emma as the ditzy barmaid, but they're not. Oh, I they're think not you're right. Really the same. No, they're very they're kind of similar. Raquel and Eva, I would say as well, a bit more. Yeah, yeah. The... Sort of glamorous. Yeah. Lovable, ditzy. Yeah, yeah, totally. Head um, in the clouds. Um, I think I think that Raquel was naturally more naive than both of them. I think that Eva and and Emma are both switched on more, even though I think you have to be. Yeah, you have to be in, in these days. But I think that sometimes it, Emma is given lines like, "Oh, here's a stupid Emma line. Here's a silly thing that she thinks," and and it always feels like it's a script that's been given to her. And she but, doesn't think, and, it. and she doesn't necessarily. But with it, but Raquel was very, very believable in everything that she said, and and she was very sheltered and and naive. The one I put... and she she was she was had had these this wild ambition of of being a model. But I, I don't know whether Emma's got that. I don't know what makes her tick necessarily. I don't know what no. she wants out of Rosie's life. sort of similar in a way as well, in that she, the, their ambition is unfettered by the the um the chains of realistic thinking you know mm. like she thinks she she can go to japan and become a a model because she's pretty and mm. there's no real reason to think that she won't succeed because she doesn't have the ima- imagination to consider failure tell you what she's she's been there long enough she must be doing something right she must be in charge by now <laughs> the the one i had down for Rako is one i think that that Corey are kind of going for a bit without the glamour and the sex appeal mm. and that's Gemma. i think that they think that Gemma's kind of as lovable as Raquel was in that they're both they ditzy, think that, yeah, and and not quite. And you kind of want to put your arm around them and protect them, mm. but I just don't think that Gemma's got that. No, Gemma to me represents a different type of Corey archetype, which we have seen quite a few of as the the urchin, you know, yeah, t- come, come good. So I'm putting um, Abby's in that category, Kylie Platt. Um, they're all very modern characters, though, aren't they? There's nobody like that in classic. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Becky that McDonald. maybe is the best example of somebody who sort of came in as an unassuming, sort of uh, brash, 
Yeah. Kind of wrong side of the tracks because the first time we ever were um, introduced to Bet was when she was a factory worker who came into the pub demanding pies from Annie Walker who didn't want to serve them because she thought they were all horrible riffraff. Yeah, yeah. Um, who else have I got? I've paired. I've said I already had Brian paired up with Leonard, but I said he's a bit of a Derek as well as a bit of a bumbling, pompous, buffoonish kind of character. Um, there's obviously the the trio of Scylla, Janice, and Beth who have been compared yeah, to each other, but are. all fairly modern characters. But they're not. None of them are exactly the same as as each other. Especially Beth doesn't particularly fit there. But I know when she came in. That was another case of people saying, oh, she's the new such and such. And I don't know whether Corey, I can't remember whether Corey at the time tried to fuel that and, and went along with it or whether they tried to distance her, but people were saying that. Another one that was, I didn't write down, which is another, I think, attempt to make a new version of an old character was Diggory Compton, the baker. Oh, yeah. I think was, this is the new Fred Elliott. Yeah. Corey was, wanted us to believe. Fred- and Archie not, not, sorry, and Diggory are all yeah they're all cut from big, the same cloth aren't they big um like puffed up chest men mm. yeah big booming sort of hot hot heads yeah um, the final one I've got go is on. um Claudia who I have said where have I put Claudia gosh um I've put her as Bet as a sarcastic man eater yeah, yeah. With big hair. Yeah, a bit, <laughs> bit classier than Bet, but I can see... A lot see. classier than Bet, but certainly a woman who is content with herself and very self-confident and has been knocked down by men enough to realise that she doesn't actually need their crap in her life, but is certainly a, a up for anything that's going to yeah. come her way. Like some kind of Venus flytrap of a woman <laughs> waiting for a fly to land so she can eat him alive. Just having a look, see who else I've got. You said Gemma for somebody earlier. I've paired Gemma up with Irma as being a, a bit oh of a, a, a proper scally, but lovable and fun. And, and I'm going by what Corinne actually wants us to think and what she has been she's in the past. She's not as clever as Irma. No, she's, she's not as clever. She's not as smart as her, but... You know, all, always a smile. Oh, I know she's going through postnatal depression at the moment, <laughs> but you you know what yeah, I mean. I, I, know I think what you mean. similar sort of, um, and and people look down on her for because of her, her family, because of her roots. Yeah, yeah, she's got to. But despite she has to fight yeah, against fight against that. prejudice. Yeah. Um, Classism. Who else have I got? When I just put Lucille with Amy or Faye, maybe for no particular reason, there's they're the young Lucille was sort of like Gail when she was a teenager mm. like or a teen where they were like we need somebody young and happening in the show who do we have mm. who's cool and hip <laughs> yeah um Alan Bradley has certainly got sh- or Jeff has got shades of Alan Bradley possibly is nasty controlling or Charlie Stubbs yeah maybe but I, I think that he he was a bit more charming and I think with Alan and Jeff there wasn't a whole lot to like there. I'm interested to see when we get to him on the DVDs just how charming Alan was. He obviously, you know, worked his magic on Rita, but when I think back on him from what little I've seen or what I've seen from the clip shows, he was just a, a bit of a slime ball in the same way that Jeff was. Um, I've got... Um, I've got... Oh, I think despite her best efforts and, and, and this... Abby. This is the Abby scratching, scratching away at a scratching post. I don't know whether that's <laughs> being picked up on the recorder. Come on. 
I don't think she'd thank you for saying this, but I think Gail has kind of morphed into a bit of an ivy over the years. I think she's a bit like a Hilda. Like, now, cleaning lady. I know, I see that, but I think she's also a bit of a mother-in-law from hell and very, very protective clingy. over her children. Clingy, yeah, yeah, can't cut the apron strings yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, because that is exactly I... what went on with... Um, with Ivy, with Brian, she's yeah. like, "Oh, Brian, oh," and 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 she then fell in love with Nikki, didn't she? Mm. And then demanded that he take her name. Yeah. And then now Gail has sort of stepped into her shoes, but that's the trouble. You see, a lot of the time, women clash in that relationship because they they are similar to one another. Yeah, I, I th- I'd be interested to see if David or Sarah Lou or Nick were to die, how that would affect Gail. <laughs> Would it? Would she it be? Turn in, into would, would she turn into a wailing? Yeah, um, I mean, Ivy had the the Catholicism and the the, the beliefs um, that 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 changed what what she believed about Brian and everything. But uh, I want maybe. to see if Gail ever dies, will she become a ghost? That will be the real. That will be the test. Uh, and finally, I've got. Um, Daniel being the new Ken, you know, passing the torch over. Oh, yeah. They're not exactly the same, but... Yeah, that's, um, the, that's the most obvious one. Why don't you think of that one? Yeah, I mean, to, to end it, they, they, I think they cast Rob because he had the essence of Ken, as, as Denise uh, said in the interview the other week. Um, it's not exactly the same, but he's he's educated. He wants to get away from where he, he is he, in life, he but he can't quite get there. Yeah. And, and, and parts of his Trapped life... in the back streets of Weatherfield. Yeah, yeah. Kind of looks down on some of the other yeah. people on the street, but not quite in the same way that Ken did. But I can certainly see, say, Daniel writing an article criticising everyone on Coronation Street and everybody turning against him. And, and other things that have happened in his life, like Sinead's death, certainly mirror what Val, Ken had to yeah. go through with, with Val as well. So Being left holding the baby. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so that's, yeah the most, that's, that's a, probably the most obvious one. It's an obvious one and one that I think was was purposefully done. And, yeah. and we started this discussion saying that when they try and do something on purpose, it, it doesn't really work. And you say, well, no, I'm just remembering so-and-so. And I wonder whether we're not getting that from Daniel and Ken, partly because Ken's still in the show. And we yes. don't have rose-tinted glasses about Ken because... We've still got Ken. Good point. Very mm. good point. So, so with that, I think um, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to have answered Empire Fan Club's question. I think that is a very good question. I think though, the whole way through, they were waiting for us to say who is who's Nick based on, and I don't. Have I any don't. Idea. I can't think of anybody who's exactly the same as Nick. I'm afraid. I'll tell you one thing though, Alf. Sounds like a weird, a weird one, but Alf did have his brain damage from mm. when he was hit. When when the, the the lorry crashed into the Rovers, he did have brain damage, yeah. and there and he was, was a, a businessman. He was a bit. He's a businessman, and there was a bit where um, his wife, what's her face, Reenie, Reenie, was scared of him. Like just how the same way that Nick made people scared of him when he'd have these outbursts and he'd alienate people. I thought it was very interesting to watch when we saw the classic Corey, the the similarities between Alf and Nick. And we can only wait and see whether Nick will ever become the mayor of Weatherfield. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think what you said earlier about Nick having no uh, customer service or customer <laughs> relations skills, I don't think you can apply <laughs> can that to Al because he was a lovely, friendly grocer. He was, he was so, yeah, amiable. Can you imagine Nick squinting at people when they came into the shop to go, have you got any spam? Going, spam? What do you want spam for? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that right, okay. so that, that was a fun episode. That was fun. Thanks, I Michael. enjoyed that. Thank, thank you for writing in the questions. Why, well, thanks, me. Thank, thank you for having a lovely conversation with me. Yeah. But thank you especially to Sorry. John and to Ben Price Fan Club for suggesting those lovely questions. Thank you to you. No, thank you. I thank you for that. the questions. That. Thank you to everybody thank you who's also listening. written in other questions. If you want to write in questions to us, you can at conversationstreet at gmail.com or at Twitter, Facebook. Honestly, the best place. Place, unless I've started a post on the Facebook group, which I do occasionally, saying, please, can we ask some listener questions? Emailing them in is the best way because I'll just copy them and paste them straight into my to my file. file. If if they right, go, if, they, if you tweet them, in the if you tweet line. them, they're likely to get lost. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So yeah, if you want to just answer a question, that's the way, the best way to do it. And if you've got some ideas of your own, like who would be your ideal Rovers bar team? Yes. And you can make it as people who've worked there, or people who never have. I would or love fantasy, to know. Or if you've fantasy. got another, I had my poshos, Gemma had a like, disaster team. This is like um, the fantasy football of Coronation Street fans. Yeah. And, and uh, can you yeah. think of any other links between modern? Please and let old us know characters? any any parallels between Coronation Street characters, old and new. Mm. And that's and it. That's, that is it. Yeah, it's definitely it. So thank you everybody for for listening. And um, uh, hopefully, if you're listening to this on Saturday, like I said, you won't have to wait too much longer to find out what we thought on the sweets of Coronation Street Sunday night. I'm aiming to get that in because Monday I'm back to school with a little kiddie wink, so I want to be uploading it or doing it then. Well, there you that, go. On, on that, that sad note, note, we'll leave you. I know. I, I can't wait you to see you. You bring everybody down, <laughs> don't you? Back to work. See you, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. The music for this episode came from podcastthemes.com. Bye.